You're listening to Leveling Up, where we'll show you how to win at the game of life and business. It's time to power up your skills through life gamification with your host, Eric Sue. All right, everyone. Today, we've got Alan Miltz, who is the co-founder of Cash Flow Story. So here's a story. Here's my story on Cash Flow Story. Went to this thing in Boston, this little entrepreneurial master's program thing. And Alan did a three-hour session, I believe, on this. His talk is called The Power of One. And there's no we're going to be able to cover everything in this little segment today. But I encourage you to watch it on YouTube. There's a lot more that goes into it. And this was like a four or five-day program. And I was like, Alan's thing is the one thing I want to do for this year. Like, that's it, right? So I was like, I have to have Alan on the podcast. We talked a little bit afterwards and he graciously agreed. And today we're going to kind of do a high level overview of what the power of one is. But Alan is, he's a public speaker as well. He's also co-written the book, Scaling Up, which is highly recommended. But Alan, how are you doing today? I'm doing amazing from Melbourne, Australia. Great to speak to you, Eric. Yeah, Alan got up early for this, so everyone please give him a hand. So, Alan, can you explain more about, at a high level, what the Power of One is, cash flow story, all the things that you're working on right now? Okay, so firstly, thanks for the introduction. Eric, I've dedicated my life to making companies love the numbers. I'm a chartered accountant by training, and I realized that wherever I went, people looked at their profit, their revenue, their margins, their profit, and they thought I understand the business. And... I then realized that business looks at numbers one way. The bank speaks a completely different language. It sounds similar. It's almost as if we speak Spanish and the bank speaks Portuguese. And then about 25 years ago, two of us got together and we said, imagine if we could change the way the world looks at numbers. Imagine if everyone on a management team understood the story and then they understood how to improve the story. So a story of numbers is like reading a book. It can be told in a very simple way. Chapter one is profit. Everyone understands it. Your revenue, your margins, your profit. Equally important is chapter two. And chapter two is part of your balance sheet. Are you collecting properly? How much inventory do you need? Or in a service company, do you invoice your work quick enough? And how do you pay your suppliers? We call that your working capital. The rest of the balance sheet, we call other. It's really the noise in your balance sheet. And the result of your business is cash. If I was a CEO, what I would be saying, success to me is scaling my profit, my cash, and my valuation. You will never be able to understand your story unless you become a four-chapter storyteller. And now, then I'll explain the power of one. So there are only seven things a company can do. So there are four things you can do in profit. Pricing, margins, volumes, and overheads. And there are three things you can do in a balance sheet. Collect better, better manage inventory or invoice the work in advance or more frequently and better terms with your suppliers. These are the inputs called the power of one. So you know what's interesting? So this three-hour session that Alan did, it's a very, he will beat it into you, right? Like for me, I'm not a details person, right? But I couldn't help but to be engaged the whole time because this power of one concept was being beaten into me. And I love that. And so, you know, I love it because... Basically, Alan's created a game around how you can kind of manage your cash flows, right? But before I talk about the game, and maybe I'll let you explain it, 
you have the saying how revenue is vanity, profit is sanity, and cash is king. What do you mean by that? As I said, we all go, we meet our colleagues, and we say our revenue is up. And a lot of us say we our revenue is up and our profits up. And then I say, so I sit on the board of about 20 companies around the world. And in every board meeting, I see them discussing the revenue and the profit. And then I ask the most basic question, what's your cash flow? And people look at me as if I've asked the most impossible question because cash flow has been made so complex by the accounting profession, but it's actually so simple. Cash flow is the movement in all your bank accounts. And there's often a massive difference between profit and cash. So when I'm sitting down with a company and they say, my profit's 1.5 million, I then say to them, do you realize your bank accounts only improved by 300,000? Let's explain to the team the 1.2 million difference, and then let's have a discussion called improvement. And the improvement discussion, the power of one is a disruptor. Everybody in your management team can understand the seven levers. There's nothing technical. Every transaction in your company, your marketing, your sales, your operational people should be saying, could I make one or two percent changes or one day changes in the way I'm doing this transaction? And it's the repetition of these changes over and over again that turn companies around. And could you explain, so this power of one, like just, and I'll explain at a high level, and then maybe you can correct me here and refine this explaining explanation, but it's basically, you have seven arrows on it. And like the things that Alan were talking about, you can you know, correct your pricing, right? You know, increase your prices. You can decrease your cost of goods sold. These are all levers that you can pull, right? And you basically press these buttons and they go up by like 1% or down 1% and you can see how it affects your business. Well, I just want you all to be able to visualize it. Again, you have to watch the video. Just search for Power of One, Alan Miltz. You have to watch the video to truly understand it because a podcast alone will not do it justice. So my question to you, Alan, would be on how do companies play this game practically, right? Like, do you see them? Is there a case study here? Like how often are they meeting? How are they really implementing this? Okay, so step number one, Thank you, Eric. We've created a software tool called Cashflow Story. If you go to the Cashflow Story website, and that's all about the four chapters, the power of one, etc. So how do we play the game? Step number one, you can either do it without using your numbers, but then you won't know the sensitivities. So in about 50% of companies I see, volume is detrimental to cash. The more you grow, the worse your cash gets. Because as you grow, you generate margins, but working capital needs more funding than you generate in margins, volumes detrimental in cash. But the salespeople go out and say, let's give a discount to sell more. 2022-23, I'm going to make the following statement. Never before has cash been more important. The three biggest issues facing business today is supply chain, inflation, and the ability to attract and retain people. So from a financial perspective, supply chain and inflation is having a negative impact on your margins. Your inventory requirement is probably growing, and you probably need to pay your suppliers quicker to secure your goods or services. You've changed three levers in your power of one. It's like playing a game of whack-a-mole. You then need to sit down with your management team and say, this is the impact of inventory growing, margins dropping, 
paying suppliers quicker. This is the impact on profit and cash. What can we now do with the other levers to mitigate the problem? And so the first thing I would do as a company is list the seven levers down the side of a whiteboard. Price, volume, margin, overheads, receivables, inventory, or work in progress and payables. Call a meeting with your senior management team, sales, marketing, operations, finance, and then lever by lever, you will workshop. For each lever, get all the ideas listed and then rank the ideas from most to least sensitive. The end of the workshop, you'll choose the top four or five ideas and that will become your power of one strategy for that quarter. I would at least run a power of one every quarter in a business. But if you want to achieve rock star status, every single person in your company needs to be trained on the power of one and how they in their job can influence the change. So let's use my main business as an example. It's an agency type business. I think it's quite obvious, like your leadership team, your management team is meeting at least once a quarter, ideally once a month, right? On this. Now, how do you imagine like service line workers getting aligned with this? Are they also getting together for their respective teams and meeting once a month? Like how would that work for, you know, how would you permeate this throughout the organization? So as I've said to you, step number one is create visibility around the concept because nobody in any business I've ever been to realizes what a 1% or one day changes. People say this is irrelevant. It will make no difference. As we're getting off this call, I'm presenting to a sales team in a food company, fairly large company, a 1% change in their business. A 1% and one day change improves their profit and cash by 50%. Now, if I said to salespeople, put your prices up, they've got no idea what the impact is on your profit and cash. When you start to show people in your company the extent of their influence, their whole mindset changes because every person I ever meet says, my industry can't do this. Our customers won't accept that. It's we've got these paradigms until you show them the power of one. And now I can tell you, Eric, never before has it been a better time in the world to change the relationships. Everybody is expecting price changes. Your management team needs to understand how they can uplift your performance in their role. So step one, train your management team on the concept, then run a power of one workshop on your numbers. I love it. How do you see management team? Are there any creative ways you've seen them being bonused on this? You know, just to give the audience ideas. So, I mean, there's so many other opportunities, but the book, Good to Great, one of the greatest business books ever written, Jim Collins. Jim Collins studied companies who went from good to great, and he described this giant steel flywheel. And the companies who went from good to great, they said what changed their business was every day of their lives, they put friction to their flywheel. And eventually, this continuous friction started to make their flywheel spin. When did it happen? Who knows? With the power of one, it's the repetition every day over and over of a little 1% change. One day, the company's going to turn around and say, when did my cash flow become great? I've got no idea, but it was the DNA of the power of one. How people will then incentivize their staff could be a percentage of profit over and above budget. It could be based on cash flow. The other beautiful thing about power of one 
A lot of companies say to me, we don't share numbers with our people. The power of one, your staff do not see your profit or cash. They see the impact of the change on the one percenters. Mm. So no one's seeing your actual numbers. They're just seeing what a one percent does to profit or cash. I think this really has to start from the top, right? The CEO needs to be bought in to really push this vision forward. And like, this is something that requires a lot of discipline, right? Because I've gotten some pushback by like, you know, trying to drive this forward, but you know, slowly but surely we'll get there. I actually have a question from my head of finance. So he asked this question. He's like, how can you best affect cost savings when the majority of your costs are fixed, mainly payroll and are a bit out of your control? So this is in relation to a services company. So my answer is you've got seven levers. Certain of the levers you might not be able to change. So the answer would be, again, call a management meeting and you might start to say, well, one or two of these levers are because of the industry operates under this paradigm or your company. But certainly the other levers could be adjusted. I'm an agency business. Why can't I bill more up front? Why can't, for example, I understand the power of a client and put their prices up by one or two percent and explain to the client why I'm doing it. So yes, you might be constrained in certain levers, but there's certainly flexibility in others. I've never come across a company who couldn't change some of their relationships. I will tell him that. And this is full steam ahead. He's the one that built this. So how, I mean, you've implemented this for how many companies you think approximately? So cash flow story today is in 97 countries around the world. You mentioned I'm a co-author of Scaling Up. Scaling Up has been voted business book of the year in, I think, eight countries, written by Vern Harnish, one of the great thought leaders of our time. And why did Vern approach me? Vern realized there are four decisions to scale a business, your people, your strategy, your execution, and your cash. You can survive with decent people. You can survive with decent strategy and decent execution, but run out of cash and it's game over. And Vern realized that every single company has got their own unique power of one. How can you, senior management team CEO, run a business without knowing your DNA? Because every one of your listeners out there today will have unique relationships. Price is 10 times more sensitive than volume to cash, for example. How can you not know that and go out and sell? I could go on for I wish we had longer, but it's all good. I think this will, by the way, everyone check out Alan Miltz on YouTube. You have to watch the Power of One session. That session's only an hour on YouTube. That should be more than enough to start with. If you're lucky enough to see him live, it'll be a three-hour boot camp. That's also great too. But Alan, I guess my question would be, you've worked with a lot of companies on implementing this. How long does it typically take to see results with this Power of One? That's such a great question. Depends on how much people can turn the levers. So I've come across companies that attend a power of one session and the sales team automatically switch their mindset or the management team switches their mindset. Within one year, your business will be a different company. I haven't worked with one company ever who's implemented the power of one who hasn't had positive change. It's impossible. If you are looking to positively change Because so many companies go out there and they say, I'm all about achieving revenue targets. And I'm saying, imagine if you achieve more cash, more profit, and more valuation, if you had a lower revenue, but better managed organization. 
And that's why I say to everyone, revenue is vanity, profit is sanity, cash is king. The power of one will improve your profit, your cash, and put your valuation on steroids. Alan, final question from my side. Give us like a sexy case study. Like this company implemented Power of One and they were valued at $1 million and then they were sold for a billion dollars. Like what do you got? Okay, so a company, I cannot mention their name because the companies I work with are privately listed. A company met me and on the first day I joined their board, I said to the CEO, and it's the same question I ask in every board meeting in the first day, in three years' time, if someone comes to us and they bring a checkbook, how big does it need to be? And the company was valued at about $15 million. And they said to me, in three years, if we can get $80 million, that would be incredible. So we basically 4x our value more. Three years later, we sold the company for $180 million. We've kept some of the company and we've just resold it for 600. As I said to you, how did it happen? Everybody in the company knew the numbers. Once you understand the numbers and your cash started to improve, we started to do acquisitions. Then we obviously started to do more acquisitions and the company got differentiated. Financial discussions were not about technical accounting reporting. It was about improvement. And I'm saying, if you don't want your management team to become accountants, any one of them can understand the power of one. It's the combination. Your cash flow flywheel will start to spin when the power of one becomes part of your DNA of your people. Everyone owns the numbers. Amazing. I mean, this is gamifying business. I'm all about this, right? So, Alan, what is the best way for people to find you online? And do you have a special offer for this audience? Can you get it like a whatever? You just tell us if there's a special offer or not, but go ahead. Do you know what? Again, everyone's coming to me and asking for special offers, but we've priced the software at such an inexpensive price to enable global penetration. So the software, which gives you the four chapters, the power of one, the projections, it's $1,200 per annum. And as I said, the software is global. It's used by tens of thousands of companies, and it will change the way. This is not about reporting. This is about improvement. This doesn't replace anything you're doing in terms of your financial reporting. This is about, as I said, the change in the way people will understand your numbers and react to them. Amazing. So, Alan, what's the best way for people to find you? Cashflowstory.com. What else? If you go to my website, alanmilk.com, you can make an appointment through my EA to get through to me, but go to my website, alanmiltz.com. All right, everyone, Alan Miltz, check out his stuff. It's amazing. It's going to require much more than this podcast. I just wanted to give everyone a little introduction to the gold that Alan brings. Alan, thanks so much for doing this. Thanks so much, Eric. Great. You may have completed this level, but many more bosses await. If you're looking to level up in marketing or business, just go to singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up to get access to our individual and team training programs. That's singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up.